1: On the 2nd of December 1863, a great crowd had assembled at the riverbank in Omaha. The West shall be a wilderness no longer. The work that is to start when we break ground will carry civilization into all the West and open gateways to every corner of our great nation. That was the beginning of one of the most thrilling epics of American history. The beginning of the Union Pacific Railroad. I tell you, it can't be done. A railroad to the Pacific? Just think of the obstacles. Yes, the obstacles were legion. Ties, steel rails, all manner of equipment and materials had to be shipped up the Missouri to Omaha or hauled across Iowa in wagons. And there were Indians. (laughs) Beyond Fort Carney... The workers had to frequently throw aside their tools and pick up rifles... to drive off Cheyennes and other savage tribes. There was hostility on every side, but the end of track moved on. As the tracks crept westward, they took with them a town... made up of the construction crews and their hanger on friends. Shacks, tents, furniture, and personal belongings were unloaded and set up at each new end of track. Gamblers, confidence men, schemers, and crooks moved with the town to take advantage of the chance to help the workers spend their cash. The portable town had been three days in one location when Jeremiah Gregg came into the cafe. He saw two men seated in the corner and went directly to their table. We've been waiting for you, Gregg. Yeah, yeah. Me and Mark have been here over an hour. Yeah, well, I've been talking to that little old bald-headed man who works for Powell. You mean Gabby Norton? He seems to be quite close to Powell. he keeps house for Powell and his daughter, does the cooking and such. You say you were talking to? Yes, and I don't like the way things are going. You're trying to get out of paying us? Oh no, Mark, I'll pay you as I agreed. We wrecked that supply train just as we agreed to. I know you did. What'd you learn from Gabby? Powell knows the wreck was not caused by Indians. Boys, he knows that there's a definite plot to hinder the construction work. From now on, we'll have to be more careful. In fact, we'll have to be exceedingly careful. Well, look here, Greg. It's about time you laid the cards on the table for us. I'm putting money on the table. That doesn't satisfy you, say so. And I'll find someone else to do my work. If you ask me. I don't think he can stop Jim Powell. Oh, he'll be stopped when money runs out. The government's paying the course. I want to slow down the progress of this railroad to such an extent that Congress will refuse to make any further appropriations. Oh, I see. You got any other moves in mind, or do you aim to leave things up to us? Oh, well, I have a few plans. I'll discuss them with you later. Among other things, we must find someone to take the blame for last week's wreck. Take the blame? Yes. I told you that Powell knows the wreck was not caused by Indians. He's telegraphed for help, and he's had an answer to his message. What's going to happen? Is the government sending soldiers? According to Gabby Norton, the government is sending a special investigator. And, boys, it's up to you to see that this investigator gets the evidence he wants. What kind of evidence? Evidence to prove that Bill McGuire is double-crossing, Paul. Bill McGuire? Exactly, but he's Jim Powell's right hand man. Well, not only that, he's in love with Powell's daughter. They're fixing to get married. It won't be easy to frame McGuire. Just carry out my plans. That's all you have to do. At the end of track, ten men unloaded rails from a horse drawn cart and set them in place on the ties. Two rails were placed each 15 seconds. Metal plates called rail chairs went into place at every joint. Hurry up with those rail chairs, boys! The spikers are catching up to you! Bill McGuire saw that the plates were securely fastened, then checked with the straw boss in charge of the spikers, who put in enough spikes to hold the rails in their proper position until the main body of spikers came up. Here comes Mr. Powell! Oh, take over, Joe, while I talk to the boss. Hi, Mr. Powell. I things up ahead, sir. And they're all right as far as I can see, Bill. Oh, uh, by the way, Mr. Powell, the lightning slinger gave me a message for you. The telegram? Yeah. Here it is. I hope it's the one I've been waiting for. About that special investigator? Yes. Hmm. It is. I sure hope we can get someone that'll find out who's causing all our troubles. I think we will. Well, uh, you turn up the message. That's right, Bill. I don't want anyone to see this. Is there a car seal hawk coming here? We've had police around here, Bill. They couldn't learn a thing. That's what I thought. The man who's coming here is different. You know, Mr. Powell, the more I think of it, the more I'm convinced that there's organized sabotage going on. I was talking to one of the cinder dicks who investigated the death of that engineer back at Garner's Gallagher. Gallagher was one of the best pigmaulers mullers we had. I hated to lose him. The arrow that killed him wasn't fired from any Indian bulls. It was run into him like a knife. Yes, I know. The detective could tell that by the nature of the wound. Bill, the wreck of that supply train was blamed on Indians. But the footprint showed that white men caused it. The fire we had last week was blamed on Indians. But that fire was started with coal oil. The Indians don't use it. I tell you it's not Indians that cause most of our trouble. And I agree, sir. There's no telling how far things will go if we don't find out who's guilty and put a stop to it. I'm counting on me. The... Well, I'll call him the special investigator. When will he be here? I don't know. Hey, Bill! Hey, Mr. Powell! Here comes Cabin. Office. Yes, he's been hard. Right, stirred up about something. Bill! Mr. Powell! I got him. By thunderation, I got the critter that's been making all the trouble for this here circus. Yes, sir. I trapped him all by myself. Single-handed, that's what I done. And without firing a shot. Oh, wait a minute, Gabby. Wait a minute. Stop blowing smoke. He come right up to the house as bold as brass. That's what he did. And he was double-heeled. But I corralled the and You bet your life I did. My house? Yeah. Who are you talking about? The masked man. You mean to say a masked man rode up to Mr. Powell's house? That's what I'm telling you. I lit out the front door fast and whipped around the house with my hog leg handy. I got the drop on two-gun while he stood pounding on the door. (laughs) He sure was one surprise critter. Yes, sirree. What did he say? He asked if this was your house, and I said it was. Then I made him take off his guns and go into the woodshed. I got him locked in there right now. He's there now? That's what I'm telling (laughs) you! Bill... I think he's the special investigator I've been waiting for. What? Get your horse and pull in front of me. Right. I'll wait for you near the spur line. All right. Get up there. The end of track had extended several miles beyond the town. It was 15 minutes before Jim Paul, accompanied by Bill McGuire and Gabby, reined up at the temporary shack that served as home for the boss and his daughter. Hold oh, oh, it. Oh, 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 oh. Easy. What? Powell opened the door, then halted. What? A masked man sat in a chair tilted against the opposite
0: wall. If your name is Powell, I've been waiting for you. He here. got out. He got out of the woodshed. I he... Take it easy. And don't go for that gun. Look.
1: Look, a redskin. Mr. Powell, this... I
0: let I... me out of the woodshed. He arrived a few minutes after I did. But who are you? This Bill McGuire. That's my name. I've heard a lot about you, McGuire. It's too bad the Union Pacific doesn't have more like you. Who are
1: you? I had a telegram about you. But I've got to be sure I'm not dealing with an imposter.
0: My horse responds to the name of Silver. He's outside. Silver. And here's a letter signed by an official in Washington. Good. This does it. I think I know something about your problem. An engineer has been murdered. Supply train has been wrecked. There's been a fire... A number of minor incidents, all of which were supposed to have been caused by Indians.
1: Say, how do you know so much?
0: I've been close to the Union Pacific since ground was broken in Omaha. You, you have? Yes. Now, Todd and I inspected the scene of the train wreck. We found very good footprints of the men who put the logs on the track. Our uh, Cinder Dick made sketches of those footprints.
1: There is a hot meal pattern on the boots. Now, look here, boss. It's about time you let me know who this man is. <laughs> McGuire, Haven't you ever heard of the Lone Ranger? The, the Lone Ranger? Miss Mary. Mary. I just got back from the store. Is this really the Lone Ranger? Shake's alive, the Lone Ranger. This is my daughter Mary. How do you do, Miss Mary? How do you do? Mister some man or group of men is making trouble. And the only clue is the footprint made by a hobnail boot.
0: Well, that's better than nothing. How do I now look around town and see what we can find? You'll have to look fast.
1: We're expecting the payroll train sometime tomorrow. And when it gets here, we'll move the town to the new end of track.
0: We'll see what we can learn between now and the time the payroll train arrives. You'll hear from us.
1: Bill remained with the Pauls for some time after the Lone Ranger and Tonto had left. It was after dark when he went to the small shack that served as his living quarters. As he closed the door, he had a strange feeling that he was not alone in the room. Then something jabbed him in the back and a low voice growled. This is a gun at your back. Why are you... Raise your voice and don't make a fast move. Turn slow, McGuire. Who are you? What's the idea? What do you want here in my place? You don't know us, huh? No, I don't. You dress like railroad men, but I never saw you before. You sure you didn't? Not that I know of. What's the idea of holding a gun on me? <laughs> if you don't recognize us, Marker, uh, I guess we're safe. Saving off our whiskers made a big difference. What's the idea? We understand that your railroad is looking for the gent that wore some hobnailed boots, like uh, those over there on the floor. What? Where did they come from? We brought them here. And you're the yeah. ones that... We're the ones that piled up the supply train. Why, you it? <laughs> olders- What are you doing here? We came to leave those boots for one thing and to take you with us for another. You see, McGuire, you're taking a little trip with the two of us. The payroll train is going to be stuck up tomorrow, and you're going to get the blame for it. Like fun! I, I don't do get it. the people. I got him. Hope I didn't hit him hard enough to kill him. Nah. Let's get out of here. We will. Get him roped and gagged, and we'll throw him over the extra horse, and we'll head east along the tracks. This time tomorrow, the whole Union Pacific will be looking for Bill McGuire. If he's found, he'll hang. (laughs) Only we'll see to it that he's not found. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Continue our story. It was mid morning when a locomotive and a caboose, the combination known to railroad men as a caboose bounce, moved west along the tracks. The engineer watching the track ahead saw two men with their hands raised high. Take a look out there, Sam. Looks like a couple of boys giving us a red boy. I better stop. There might be trouble up ahead. They're dressed like they belong. Maybe they just want to lift up to the end of track.
0: We'll, we'll no... know.
1: Hi there. What's up? Is this the bandwagon? I guess that's what you'd call it. Why'd you high sign us? Any hey, the boys in the caboose? No, why? That's all we want to know. Let them have it, Marker. Right. Hey, what's the idea?
0: Why, you... Oh, my you? Make
1: sure of them. Meanwhile, near the end of track, Tonto came into camp at a fast gait. The lone ranger knew that something had happened. He leaped to his feet. Oh,
0: oh, fella, oh. oh, fella, oh, What is it, Tonto? Uh, Bill McGuire disappeared. Tell me about it.
1: Him not report for work. Paul sent, color. Think maybe Bill sick. Yes. McGuire not sleeping house. Him gone. Men pine hobnail boots.
0: Hobnail boots? Tonto, you mean they found... Look the...
1: like ones worn by crooks plenty, Paula, think McGuire crook. But that's out of the question. That's what Powell th- say. They're plenty of excitement. Where is Powell? Well, him and in the track. all fellow there. Man, get started.
0: I can't go there wearing this mask. Give me a hand, Tonto. I'll get into a disguise. Uh-huh. Someone's trying to frame McGuire, and we can't let them get away with it.
1: How do you feel about it, Powell? McGuire's been your best friend. Bill McGuire's the man I'm going to marry. Uh, I'm sorry, Miss Powell. I'll well, see I... here, Peters. Those boots don't prove a thing. Don't prove it. They'll match the footprints we found where the supply train was wrecked. I'll stake my reputation as a detective on that. Anyone could have put them in Bill's house. My daughter is right. Mr. Powell, I've got to act on evidence as I find it. If you asked me, I'd say that McGuire skipped out. Dad, Dad, look at that white horse. Rep- my goodness. What do you mean by that? Dad, that man in the saddle. He he's a stranger. Here comes I've got to organize a manhunt, Paul. Whether you like it or not, we've got to find McGuire. Find him? Of course we've got
0: to find him. Pretty easy, big Philip. I heard about some boots that were found.
1: Do they match up? Peters seems to think so. Who is this? A friend of mine, Peters. I haven't seen you around town.
0: I just came from the east.
1: Well, what are you waiting for, Peters? Get them in organized. Find my assistant. I'll get to it right away. He's got a few questions to answer.
0: I didn't recognize you at first. You look like one of the railroad hands. The mask would have caused questions. A broad disguise. You heard what happened. Yes. I was looking around McGuire's house. The detective already made a search for footprints. Otto may find something. Your cinder dick has missed. Hey, boss,
1: here's the pay, What about our money? You'll be paid, boys. Now take it easy. Are you running this coffee pot alone? Where's your fireman? Wait you here, boys. I haven't seen you before. Are you new? Yes, sir. I had to take the run when the regular engineer got sick in Omaha. And I wish I'd never done it. What happened? We saw Bill McGuire standing alongside the track, signaling for us to stop. Bill McGuire? Yes, go on. I stopped, figuring he wanted to lift to the end of track. Stepped aboard, and without warning, he clouded me with a barrel of his six gun. Yes. What? Oh,
0: well, not Bill McGuire.
1: Miss, I sure know McGuire when I see him. Go on. Then what? When I come to, there was no one around. I looked in the buggy, and there was a fireman on the floor. In
0: the caboose? Yes, sir.
1: He's still there. Dead earned a mackerel with a couple of bullets through the head. You oh, must have put up a fight trying to save the payroll cash.
0: You mean the money's gone?
1: Every day. I don't believe it. I don't believe a word of it. Bill is neither a thief nor a killer. Well, he better be followed. I want my pay. I won't work until it <laughs> Plans for moving the town were canceled and all work was suspended for the day so the workers could join in the manhunt. The engineer was questioned at great length, but he stuck to his story. At sunset,
0: the Lone Ranger joined Tonto in the camp near town. Tonto, there's just one thing wrong with the story that man tells. And what that? Bill McGuire's no cook. Nothing could make him kill and rob. Ah, and what you do now? I'm going to take off this disguise and put my mask on. Ah, me help. Yeah, the engineer backed the engine along the tracks. He showed us where the robbery is supposed to have taken place. Uh, footprints there? Yeah, the ground was too hard to show them. Yeah, uh, here, sure. Oh, thanks. Aside from Powell, every man in the outfit thinks McGuire's a cook. Oh, that bad. Oh, Tonto, the thing was well planned. Now McGuire is blamed for everything that's happened on this job. Ah. He'll be blamed for everything that happens in the future. It is unless my plan succeeds, and what you plan? Mask, please. Oh, here. No oh, thanks. Uh, here, gun belt too. Oh, thanks, Tonto. If that engineer told the truth, McGuire is a crook. If McGuire is not a crook, the engineer lied. You know McGuire not crook. Yes, I know that the man who calls himself an engineer named Smith isn't alone in this scheme. Well, him in town? He'll spend the night in the caboose. It'll be dark by the time we get there. Hold oh, steady, Silver. Not uh, now. Yes, not up. I'll outline our plan while we ride. Steady, big fellow. Uh, uh, get him up. Scoward. Come on.
1: Darkness shrouded the caboose that stood alone on a temporary spur. Easy, boys. Steady. Easy. The darkness concealed a horseman that reined up nearby. One of the two dismounted and proceeded on foot. He stepped aboard the small car and tapped on the door. The car was lighted by a single oil lamp. Well, now, what do you... Mask. Back up. Now, wait, who? Hey, put that gun down.
0: This is one more little job that McGuire will have to account for. One more? What do you mean? You know what I mean. <laughs> Did you think you'd get a cut on that payroll cash? Listen, wait a minute.
1: Put the gun down. Listen to me.
0: Someone coming. But everyone was in town. Wait. Wait, don't shoot. Can't waste time talking. Take it! No, don't! <laughs>
1: He's standing inside the caboose. Heard the horse come to a halt, then start and fade away. Must have gone after that mask, man. I'm still alive. He missed me. Of all the dirty double crossing tricks. He won't get away with it. <laughs> Along the right-of-way, there were a number of crude shacks that had been built and then abandoned as the crew and the end of track moved westward. Two men occupied one of these shacks. One was tightly bound and the other heavily armed. I don't know why you rats don't kill me the same as you did the engineer and fireman. Orders. We're following orders, McGuire, and you should be glad of it. You're not alive because I want to sit here on guard duty. Whose orders? (laughs) Think i tell all I know? <clears throat> Why am I alive? Well, I'll tell you, McGuire. Figured on doing a lot of things with that there railroad. You've already started some fires and wrecked a supply train and stolen the payroll and killed several men. Isn't that enough? The boss don't think so. Ah, oh, then you are the ones. Oh, smart, change, huh? Got me to admit them things. Well, knowing that won't help you none. You'll be blamed for all of them. And you'll be blamed for the rest of the things that are going to happen. Mr. Powell won't believe anything against me. Oh, no, but everyone else will. And if Powell sticks up for you, he'll get in bed with the men. You see, McGuire, you're going to write some letters and notes that'll make sure you're the one that suspected a thing. Oh, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> we'll see about that. The boss figures a man like you would do near anything to, to save the he love. Are you dirty rat. <laughs> <laughs> no, you struggling, McGuire. Them ropes won't give. Yeah, if I ever get free, Yeah, well, you won't. <laughs> Someone raining up. Must be one of my pals. There it is. It's Rocky. Marker. What are you doing here? Any trouble here? No, no. Why? Anyone been here? No. Oh, listen. We're being double-crossed. Double-crossed? Yeah. Maybe the boss is afraid of us. Maybe he figures we know too much. What are you getting at? He sent a gunslinger to drill me. What? It's true. A tall mast, hombre you would have had me if someone hadn't come by and rushed his aim. He had to hardtail. Well, of all the dirty double-crossing skunks, that Skinflint probably figures it's cheaper to pay us off with bullets instead of cash. He won't get away with it. We've got the cash from the payroll, and we're keeping it. Right. Let's clear out with it while we've got the chance. Well, I'm all for it, but what about McGuire? Give him the same as the others, I'll take care of him. Now, hold on. If we leave him dead with all those ropes on him, we'll all know he's not the one that's made all the trouble. Now, I don't care what the law thinks. You'll get so far from here that the law won't matter. Sorry, McGuire, but you gotta get it. Hey, Rocky, that window! You! Yes! Pull it! Don't kill him! My arm is Don't shoot me! Don't shoot me again! Hold on, that gun! I did! It's down! Don't shoot! i give up! Bill! Oh, Mr. Powell, I'm sure glad to see you. <laughs> Who are these men? They're the ones that made all our trouble. They take orders from someone higher up. I'll take charge of them. They captured me last night, left hobnail boots in my place. I suppose you found them. Yes. McGuire, I fell for their scheme. I suspected you. Today they killed the engineer and fireman on the Patriot. Yes, the fireman's body was on board. There you are, Bill. Oh, thanks. I'll show you where they buried the engineer as well as the cash they stole. But, boss, how did you find me? It was the masked man's plan that did it. He made Rocky think he'd been double-crossed. Where is he now? Huh? Well, he was here. He came in with us. He just left. I'd say he was going after the man higher up. Yes. Well, I sure hope he gets his man. It looks to me like the Union Pacific Railroad is going to have plenty of need for the Lone Ranger. I'll not sell-